Welcome to News Kids. I'm Rose. And I'm Zara. And together we're presenting this weekly podcast about what's going on in our world today. Each week we cover top stories across world news, politics, science, technology, entertainment and arts. Hello, this is Isa. This week we are talking about schools closing due to pollution and one of my favourite sites, YouTube. We will also be talking about the pandemic, World Kindness Day and Anti-Bullying Week. Hello, this is Zara. Earlier this week, it was announced that schools in Delhi, which is the capital of India, were going to close for a week because of smog. Pollution levels over the weekend were 20 times the maximum daily limit recommended by the World Health Organization. A pollution lockdown therefore began on Sunday the 14th of November. Officials have asked people to stay indoors and not do any outdoor activity to avoid getting ill. The chief minister of Delhi said that schools were being shut so that children don't have to breathe polluted air. The government also said that no construction will be allowed for four days and government workers were also asked to work at home. Hundreds of people wearing face masks held protests at a monument in Delhi and shared their fears and frustrations on social media using the hashtag MyRightToBreathe. According to the government, this pollution has been caused by a heavy sewage and industrial waste. But Delhi has had high levels of pollution for many, many years. And according to a Swiss report in 2020, 22 of the world's most polluted cities are in India and Delhi ranked as the most polluted capital globally. Delhi struggles every winter with high levels of pollution due to farmers burning crops. That crop burning is found to clear their fields ready for the next crops. It is a cheap method for farmers but it causes huge problems for air pollution and it has continued this year despite the Supreme Court of India banning farmers from doing it. The other contributing issues are vehicle emissions and coal-fired power plants. At COP26 Climate Summit, the Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi pledged for the first time that India, which emits the third largest amount of carbon dioxide in the world after China and the US, will become carbon neutral by 2070. According to the WHO, air pollution is a leading cause of premature death in India and about 620,000 people die every year from pollution-related diseases. This week shows just how very important this pledge is. Hi, it's Rose here. This week with an update on the pandemic. We haven't talked about this for quite a while, as many parts of the world, life is starting to get back to normal. So I was quite shocked this week to read that Austria is going back into lockdown, but only for people who aren't vaccinated. Around 65% of Austria's population is fully vaccinated, one of the lowest rates in Western Europe. The country is currently seeing the highest rate of daily infections for COVID-19 since the pandemic began. The Chancellor Alexander Schallenberg said the government was forced to act because of the surge in new infections. 
He said the vaccination rate was shamefully low and would keep us trapped in a vicious circle from one lockdown to the next. Lots of people who have chosen not to get vaccinated have been very unhappy with the lockdown. However, since the lockdown was announced, more Austrians have been getting their jabs. Meanwhile, in the UK, it has been announced that all over 40s will be offered a third dose of COVID vaccine and 16 and 70 year olds are to be given a second jab. It follows new recommendations from the government's advisers, the Joint Committee on Vaccination and Immunisation. Pregnant women are also being urged to get vaccinated. Another related story this week is that there has been a substantial rise in the number of obese children in England during the pandemic, according to data from NHS Digital. In 2019-20, 10% of children were obese at the start of primary school, but in 2020-2021, the figure was more than 14%. In the last year of primary school, it rose from 21% to over 25%. Rates were twice as high in the poorest areas. Experts said poverty, lockdowns and a rise in mental health problems will have all played a role. The jump that has been seen is in marked contrast to previous years, which had only shown very gradual increases. Hello, this is Isa. This week I'm talking about YouTube. This week YouTube announced that it has decided to remove the number of dislikes videos get. They said that the dislike button will still be available to use but that the viewers will no longer be able to see how many people have disliked a video that they are watching. YouTube decided to make this change after an experiment, removing the counter earlier this year as they believe that there has been cases of dislike attacks on some videos. There have been lots of occasions where viewers have grouped together and encouraged others to, to increase the number of dislikes that the video has, either because they don't like the video's message or they don't like the creator of the video. This is seen by some people as a form of bullying. YouTube says that when they removed the counter earlier this year as a trial, they saw a reduction in dislike attacks. There have been mixed reactions to this change. Some people think that removing the dislike counter is limiting their freedom of expression and that seeing the number of dislikes that a video has is a useful way of identifying whether or not a video is trustworthy. Other people have welcomed the news. YouTube isn't the first social media platform to remove or alter their dislike counters. TikTok doesn't have a dislike button and nor does Facebook. Although you can show your reaction on Facebook by putting a sad or angry reaction as an emoji. I can see both points of view because Without the dislike button, if many people have disliked it, you will use your own brain and you don't know that they've disliked it. So you won't go with the group. You'll use your own brain to decide. But also, it would be nice with the dislike button because then you can see if lots of people have disliked it or not and you don't bother wasting your time watching that video. So basically, I see it both ways and I can't decide. What do you think? Hi, it's Chloe here. This week it is Anti-Bullying Week. A very important week which takes place every year in the UK and aims to raise awareness of bullying in schools. Last year, 80% of UK schools took part, reaching 7.5 million young people. 
This year, the organisers hope to reach more schools and help people facing bullying by promoting kindness, with the theme of this year being One Kind Word. It's specifically focused on sharing one hopeful or positive word which can trigger a chain reaction of kindness. A survey by the charity Kidscape revealed three quarters of children so people in school are kind to them and over 94% say they're kind to others. But this kindness isn't extended to every child. Sadly, disabled children are three times more likely to say that pupils are unkind to them compared with non-disabled students. Lauren Segan-Smith, chief executive of Kisscape, says a survey shows that kindness matters to children who, on the whole, have a positive experience of school life. She said the challenge lies in understanding why a sizable minority continue to experience unkindness and bullying, particularly disabled children and those with additional needs. And we urgently need to create an environment where all children feel that they belong. I think it's really important that we continue trying to tackle bullying. In a recent questionnaire of 15,000 pupils around one child in every classroom said they are frequently hit kicked or pushed by other children. Immediately before Anti-Bullying Week was World Kindness Day, which took place on Saturday, and is a separate global day that promotes the importance of being kind to each other, to yourself and the world. And then Anti-Bullying Week started off with Odd Socks Day, which was formed by the Anti-Bullying Alliance in 2017 to encourage everyone to celebrate our unique qualities in the face of bullying. That's all for this week. I hope you enjoyed our show and thank you for listening.